0: hi guys (laughs) welcome to episode 14 of what's your damage Duffy. um it's october slay girl in red fans completely slay but also halloween fans you can slay too i'm kind of both so i'm just slaying this month uh Although I do have my midterms this month. So it's not really, it's not the slayest, but I'm going to make it super slay. Um, this was actually a challenge of how many times I can say slay the most in like a minute, I think. And I think I'm, I've just like hit a record or something. I don't know. Um, so the weather is shitty. It's fall. It's Halloween month, the best month on earth. That's, I don't I think like throughout this entire year, it's the best month. Not this year, but like any year. I think I'm fucking up what I'm trying to say. Um, As you guys might know, if you've been following me for a long time, not like follow, but if you've been listening to my podcast for a long time, last year for fall season... Sorry, I was just going to burp again, but I think that was like a one-time joke. Um, Last Halloween season, I kind of like talked about movies I liked that gave fall vibes or were just simply horror movies that I liked to watch in Halloween. So for this month, I also wanted to do like a spooky kind of theme and thank God, I also found something that can make it more relevant, which is going to be the new Jeffrey Dahmer series on Netflix. So I guess, like, I only watched two episodes, right? Like, I'm not going to lie. But I did do a lot of research um, on the series. Like, on the series and, like, just true crime series in general and the effect it has um on society now i'm joking not society but i mean yeah society and i just want to talk about that a bit and yeah but i i guess i can just connect it back to jeffrey Dahmer. and since it just came out um i thought it would be relevant and i thought you'd be interested in it and it's halloween as well so why not talk about murder it's the best thing in the world <laughs> that was a joke um so yeah let's get started i actually love true crime like i love it more than anything it's my comfort genre i want to say like i remember not being able to fall asleep and like um putting on some like true crime documentary or like horror stories like real life horror stories and just falling asleep very peacefully and i do think that's fucked up but i also think that it's not Uncommon, and I think I'm gonna dive deeper into that later on like why people enjoy true crime so much, or like why women especially enjoy true crime, or why some people tend to romanticize serial killers. Blah 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 blah. Um, but first, I just want to talk about this like Jeffrey Dahmer series on Netflix. As you know, Evan Peters is Jeffrey Dahmer in it, and it got super popular. We're getting some new fans for Evan, and I, I, I don't know how. Like, I don't know what your age should be for you to discover Evan with that series and not American Horror Story. But I feel really bad for the next generation because I really just see a lot of edits and just like it really gives the vibe of like a new fan and I think that's sad because Evan is a great actor and I just cannot imagine not discovering him um, on American Horror Story because it's like one of my favorite um, shows ever so there's that but I'm also glad that it got this popular because I really love Evan like as a person as well I love his work I love how dedicated he is I love how every single role he has um, traumatizes him in some way and he Still keeps going like that. Man needs to get some mental help, mental health help. Is that like, is that a thing? Can I say that? Like, I feel like he should be in a institution and just like chillax for a second. Not because I think he went crazy, but I I I think like he's a human too, and I don't know how he can pull off these roles so well and just like do it so consistently. I feel like he really just needs a break, though. He does earn millions of dollars from it. So I don't know. I guess I wouldn't stop. I personally put money before mental health. I feel like m- money can help. <laughs> I'm not like the most ethical person. I don't know if you approve my values. But I'm just being realistic. Um, so I hope Evan's fine. Though I'm sure he doesn't care about me at all. So, But I love him so much. Um, yeah, I just want to say that, and I also want to talk about how there is this movie called My Friend Dahmer, no, My Friend Jeffrey, I think My Friend Dahmer, um, that stars, like, Ross Lynch as Jeffrey Dahmer, and he does such a great job, and that movie did not blow up, like, this Netflix series at all, and I just don't get it, like, because Ross Lynch did such a great job, and I think, like, Um, Apart from the Disney, old Disney fans, I think he also deserves a new fandom solely based on his musical talent on the Driver era and his acting. Because I think he's great. Like, okay, I've been in love with this man since, like, 2013. Um, And I can still, like, if, if he proposed, like, I'd say yes. So I'm not, like, really unbiased. But when i try to look at it objectively i definitely think he deserves all the hype his i also watched my friend darmer and it was just a great movie and i don't get why it did not get the attention um it should have though it wasn't a netflix production so maybe that's why and maybe that's why um people are talking about it now more because it's a netflix production I don't know if it's because of that or if, if it's because Evan Peters is more known. But I feel like it's mostly related to Netflix. Because as you know, Netflix loves making true crime documentaries. And I consume them like a dumb bitch every time. And do I regret it? No. But I do really want to talk about the problematic parts of this franchise for sure. Uh, because it really kind of this whole Dharma thing really just opened my eyes. Um, I'm not going to like stop watching true crime as like a way to protest the problematic side. But I just want to make sure that like people that listen to me and like knows me are also aware of the problematic sides. And I'm not telling anyone to stop consuming this content. As I said, it's my comfort thing and i don't think i can stop but um i think it's good to at least acknowledge that this problematic side exists and kind of just be aware of stuff and kind of just be kind of just know how to respect um even though you like um consuming this stuff so yeah just so you know when i'm talking about about this problematic stuff like it's um i still like true crime but as I said, it's a new perspective and Jeffrey Dahmer, like the series helped a lot because as you may know, almost all of Dahmer's, um victims were uh, people of color. And I think I was just thinking about it. I think all of them are literally, maybe there's there are like one or two exceptions, but I think they were all um, people of color, I think. And this was, like, figured out so late that I heard, like, I watched a lot of black creators on TikTok talking about this once the series came out. And someone, what someone said, like, really stuck with me. Um, I think she was saying, like, if these boys were white men, like, imagine... How much earlier they would have caught him. Because no one was listening to his black neighbors. Or like no, no one cared about black boys going missing. And that kind of just made it all so much easier for him. Because like I also heard this from another creator. And they were saying like this man was not a genius. He was um quite awfully awkward and creepy and he wasn't like he wasn't like Ted Bundy smart not saying Ted Bundy is a good person obviously he was just a smart man he was like a law student and shit this man was not smart at all the only thing that helped him um hide what he was doing is because his victims were black and no one cared about black people especially the police no one worried about them um and no one kind of handled the issue as seriously as they would have if these victims if if these missing boys were just white um and it was the it was the 90s 80s and i think it's just horrible how this kept going until the 90s and obviously police brutality in the us especially is still like a very big problem towards black people and i just can't believe how it's the 21st century and we're not over this i know i'm like kind of getting into politics but um as i should i think because it's still a problem and i think why it is like the series are being talked about so much is also because of this aspect of it because it tells a lot about today's um police and also how nothing kind of changed even though it should have like we're talking about the 90s and so many boys so many young boys 14 15 16 year olds are going missing and absolutely no one gives a shit um that just pisses me off so much and i keep thinking about like how if those men were white like the police would find dharma in like two seconds i'm so sure um so yeah, I I think that's like so fucking unfair and I do like that the show is not just like a romanticization of true cr- like of serial of a serial killer but also shows the injustice that black people have experienced in that specific case and I love how they focused on that. However, I did some research, I read some interviews with the victims' families, and it's fucked, guys. I'm not, I'm not, I'm definitely not... Like, I love the whole showing what the families went through in the show stuff, but I don't like the way they handled it, I think, outside of the, like, show. Uh, so, in these interviews, like, a lot of people, you know victims families talk about how the series forced them to relive that trauma they went through and how literally no one contacted them they did not know this existed and they watched the show like they knew about the show's existence um when we did like when everyone else did and there was no consent while kind of like recreating those scenes with like specific people you know the scene in the court uh for example while they were recreating that scene with with an actor they did not ask that woman's family for example um and they had no idea and that is so fucked and the thing is like you force them to relive that trauma at least maybe like um like i don't know i know it doesn't make it better but at least if they could have had some type of monetary benefit from it like we're we're making this production it's 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 a million dollar industry it's a million dollar franchise and it's a Netflix series so like it's going to make a lot of money so we were thinking we can not donate but just like give this money to the victims families um that would have been nice like that really would have been i think the right thing to do i know it doesn't make it better i think the maybe the only acceptable thing would have been what i'm saying right now but like even that's not okay because like you should have let them know first of all you you should have like asked for permission but of course we still live in a world that's very that's based on white supremacy and no one's going to give a shit about those families like a young boy does not have to watch that knowing that's his family that went through that. That's how how his loved one, how his, I don't know, great uncle was killed so brutally. Like, no one has to see that. And I know the whole, like, um, obviously he didn't have to watch it. The families don't have to just open the show and watch it. But the thing is, it's not about that. It's not, of course, they don't have to watch it. They can just ignore it. But first of all, the show is everywhere. It's very goddamn popular. And second of all, it does not make it any better that they have the choice to not watch it. It's still a very private and vulnerable, sensitive topic. And okay, like, what if they don't watch it? Literally millions of people around them get to see how their loved ones were so brutally killed and... Since it's cinema, I do believe there is a romanticization to some extent. Like I don't think they they went they tried too hard, but still from the cinematography, the colors, um, the the cameras' angles, there was some type of aesthetic going on, and I think any type of aesthetic is romanticization. And as I say, they really should have just asked for permission. And if they didn't do that, they really should have just given um some amount of money to the families. Uh, so what Netflix did as this huge ass company was really asshole-ish, in my opinion because, like, girl, just get do better. You're like you are so rich like you can literally just do it. You can do it. You you can do half. Of, you can give half of the money to the victims' families. But of course, but of course you couldn't. You fucking American pigs. Actually, actually, like, I'm so pissed about this. Um, But okay, I'm gonna move on. (laughs) I now want to kind of, like, talk about the other types of true crime content. Um, Like, for example, the most popular one on the internet right now, I think, is the whole doing, like, a makeup tutorial while talking about crimes um, and, like, just murders. Uh, You know, the women... Um I don't I don't even there is this one red-haired girl um there are many other YouTubers that do makeup tutorials and like talk about like murders at the same time and I think how it was brought like how the insensitivity of this whole franchise was kind of like brought up to the surface because of these makeup tutorials because that's when people were like, okay, what the fuck? Like, you're talking about people being killed while you're talking about what kind of highlighter you use. Like, that's not really okay. And I do know that some like, some people don't talk about the makeup at all. Like, they just tell the story and they don't talk about what kind of like makeup products they're using or whatever. But I feel like even the act of, like, talking about murder while you're doing makeup... I'm not, I'm not even gonna say, like, it's psychotic, like, I don't think so. Also, I don't wanna use words like that, like, since they're actual mental disorders, and I don't wanna, like, use it in a bad way, like, as an insult way, but the thing is, today's media makes us so numb and desensitized that it's actually crazy, uh, because- I, we actually do not feel anything. The number of people someone killed, a serial killer killed, is just a number. But, I mean, think about a loved one you lost or like some... I don't know if you have, but I have last year. And since then, I've been thinking, let's say 16 girls killed by this man, right? I'm like, think about what you went through when that one person that you cared about so much was gone forever and i'm thinking like 16 separate families let's say those families like consisted of like four people that literally fucking makes 24 10 40 64 people going through the hardest times of their lives it's really a lot like i get the whole becoming numb or like just because you're going through some type of trauma using like even more horrible stuff as like a comfort thing because i feel like to some extent that is what i do but the whole makeup thing really did make me think about like how fucked up this kind of is i think because they're talking about it like it's something so casual um some makeup youtubers like makeup slash crime youtubers show the victims faces and those victims are out there trying to get over what happened to them especially the people who were saved and and like even when even if that person was killed they have a family and they don't have to see their loved one again and again they don't have to relive that trauma especially when the money that is gained from that content goes to the creator who has nothing to do With that person who was murdered and not the families, um, not the family of that person. I think that's really just not acceptable. Um, Except for that, like, I think, I think, I do get the interest in it, okay? Like, it's, true crime, I think, has been there since, um... Okay, so some people say Shakespeare started true crime, which is an interesting thing to talk, um, think about if you have time to just, like, think about it or do uh, do some research. I didn't do that much of research, but I was just, like, thinking about, like, how, like, when the fuck did this become so popular? And when you Google it, people always say the book in cold blood is what changed the true crime franchise forever. The way people wrote about true crime and the way people reviewed true crime was um, completely altered with that book by Truman Capote. Capote, I, I'm not really sure, but I think that was like the was like the inna- inauguration of everything, or at least that's what the internet says. Um, And I think everyone might have like different opinions on this, but also statistically, the true crime content has been skyrocketing, um, especially since the 2000s. And I have no idea why, because like, I don't know, for example, I love Criminal Minds. I I live for that shit. I literally watch it every night almost to kind of like chillax, um, but come to think of it, like at first, as I said, is, it's definitely desynthesizing. There is that. And there's also the fact that it kind of turns these serial killers into celebrities. Like, I get how interesting it is um, to see what makes people commit such crimes like you you might be interested in the psychological aspect we literally learn it at school abnormal psychology if you take a psychology course you, you, because it's so interesting how a normal person can go from like i don't know making breakfast to like i don't know cutting up people and put them in an the oven to eat them like right like there has to be something there and it's so it's it's um very horrible but fascinating because we're humans as well and we want to know what makes someone from our species do such things and we also have this um, I feel like never-ending curiosity about like whether or not we have something like that inside of us just hiding like what would trigger um, us to do such thing or would we ever be capable of such thing and we like also seeing patterns, so when it's like, oh, fucked up family, killing animals when they were five years old equals to a serial killer type of thing, like, we, we love those patterns as well, and I also think we have this very soft spot, not soft spot, but, like, we love mystery as humans, so we we love obviously, uh, mystery novels. We love solving cases with detectives. Like we love that shit because where we feel smart once we're once we solve it. But I think there is something that really cannot be explained about the love we have, uh, like um, for true crime. I think no one can completely explain it, though. Like. As much as, okay, like, from all the research I've done, I can definitely say there's been a lot of, like, studying going on on this. Like, why do we like it? Why do women like it so much, for example, specifically women? I feel like maybe to regain their power since they're more likely to be um, the victims of serial killers. Um, That does make sense in my head because, you know, when you're scared of something you might want to get more involved with it to get less and less scared um, over time, which I do sometimes. If I'm scared of something, I try to like be exposed to it as as much as I can so that I feel like I have power, so that I feel smarter about it, so that I gain confidence and so that I feel like I wouldn't know what to do or I would know... Um, that I was in danger if a man behaves in a certain way and uh, I'm not in public, I'm going to date with a man in a dark alley or whatever, like that type of shit. Like I feel like women love it so much because it makes them feel more protected. They feel safer, smarter, more confident. Um, Though I do think it totally makes us more paranoid. But I do also believe as a person who lives in Turkey as well, that it's better to be safe than sorry. So if like being paranoid my entire life means I'm gonna be safe my entire life, I'm in life's life. I'm in, um, and I am a very paranoid person. By the way, like I've I've taken a lot of like um, you know safety. What what do they safety actions for myself before. And for some people around me, it, it felt very unnecessary to worry about. But for me, it felt like the right thing to do. And maybe the reason why I'm alive today is like one of those acts I've taken at some point in my past. But I, I can never obviously prove that. No one can. But I do think there is that aspect And then there's the women who fall for serial killers, like who love them, especially on TikTok, Jesus Christ, these edits of like Richard Ramirez and Ted Bundy and Jeffrey like actually fucked up. Like I get the whole Evan Peters thing going on. I actually don't get that either. Like, but when they do like an edit of him as Jeffrey Dahmer and just like, caption it as oh my god he's so hot with like some slow-mo edit editing with some like hot tiktok sound i'm like what the fuck are you doing like evan peters is obviously one of the hottest men alive i would stand by that till my last breath but what if you made an edit of him as evan peters just like being himself like behind the scenes even or like him walking in a street, like captured by paparazzi, and he—oh my god—he looks so hot with his messy hair or whatever. Just edit him like that, not as Jeffrey Dahmer, because, like, the person he is at that moment is Jeffrey Dahmer, and it and it and it is kind of like unavoidable that it'll feel like you find Jeffrey Dahmer hot. You you might be like feeling this way subconsciously as well, and all those, especially with Richard Ramirez, like. The goddamn girls with like his picture as their profile photos on TikTok, like all they all, like all the content they create is just Richard Ramirez edits. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like I I get being like attracted to someone like physically, but at some point your brain should be like both your brain and heart be like, okay, I don't care how hot this person is they're dangerous, they did horrible stuff, I don't feel attracted to them, like, there should be a moment where we're able to say that, like, no woman can be that horny, you know, like, I don't get it, and I think it's very concerning, the people who romanticize, like, Ted Bundy and Richard Ramirez, like, think of their families, like, the families of the victims, and what they fucking went through, and I think, like, Netflix should be held responsible because they keep creating the, con- the same content over and over again knowing that it sells and I watch that content too obviously I'm into it but it's just like making very attractive men be those serial killers like like you're showing Ugh, like you know what you're doing Netflix you know what I'm saying like Evan Peters as Jeffrey Dahmer, Zach fucking Afron as Ted Bundy. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, we know what you're trying to do. And I don't think if you have this whole, like, understanding of cinema as something that is aesthetically pleasing, I know there are directors like that, that really just care about um, the aesthetically pleasing aspect of cinema. And they prioritize that but when it comes to something this insensitive maybe do some other type of um subject like in your in your movies like like I don't know like just don't do about don't shoot films about true crime then do a love story care about aesthetic as much as you want but this is insensitive you know there are young girls out there that are fucking in love with these men. Which is so concerning by itself. But the way you're feeding into it even more. Is so fucked up. And they just do this for money. But if we're already living in shit times. And like I don't get how like how insensitive you can be. And how careless you can be. Because these girls are like 14, 15. They probably went through a lot of trauma. I'm sure that issues. Espe- especially. Um... And because these men were like obsessive and like over, not over caring. I don't think that's caring, but I'm just going to say obsessive. I think when especially you have an absent father, um, you like toxic men more. You you tend to date toxic men um, because when they're obsessed, they're also giving you that attention that your father never gave to you. And you do not, you've never seen what, the healthy amount should be because you had none growing up. So when it's too much, you cannot tell that it's too much, and you could just see it as, oh my god, he loves me super much. He's paying me so much attention, um, and you're not able to tell when that is controlling or not. You're not able to tell if it gets toxic or not because you've never had the normal amount to compare it to, um, and I think that's mostly the case with with. Um, young girls and women falling for serial killers um and also the whole I can fix him mentality I don't know why women have that a lot because I feel like okay I feel like it's because of the roles we've been like given as women like you know since I don't know maybe primary school personally I have we've always been assigned to take care of boys like for example my teacher would make me sit next to like a very um problematic boy just so I can like make him quieter just so I can teach him how to behave um and as a 7-year-old girl that was not my responsibility because I was not his mother and he should learn that by himself and I shouldn't be responsible for his actions and I shouldn't have the responsibility to make him a better person or to educate him um and these are all in the in the system's roots like you know the system that we live in they're all in the roots of it and it is actually so fucked up because when these women grow up they always i I feel like this is definitely the roles that we've been assigned the whole boys will be boys mentality is what makes women think that way about serial killers what makes them think oh i can fix him oh if ted bundy met me he wouldn't kill me he would actually fall in love with me like no he wouldn't because this is not about you it is about him being a sick person and no you cannot fix him i i get it look like i actually get it as a person who did not have the best parents especially father i get the whole um I don't know, I get the whole interest, I, I get how it is so intriguing, but I feel like with some common sense and with a little bit of research, any woman can get over this and the fact that it is so easy to access media and it is so easy to access internet and like share these thoughts like, oh my god, Rachel Ramirez is so hot, like like it shouldn't be that way. You know, as a child, I was like, oh my god, my parents are so cool, they let me have access to anything, I can watch any video, film, I can want, I, I want to, um, but as I grow up, seeing how it shaped my thoughts, um, even as a little kid, I'm now definitely thinking, oh, if I ever have kids at any point in my life, I'm definitely going to supervise their internet usage, their access to media, because I see the things that affected me via media like the, the things I don't know the things I was convinced of and like the things the thoughts I have had about very dangerous stuff finding them cool finding them attractive um, I think till a certain age definitely everyone should be supervised by their parents they shouldn't just um, be let to use any type of I don't know, media they want, I think that is extremely dangerous, and I do think um, how these girls, how these young 14-year-old girls are making edits of Richard Ramirez, definitely just a consequence of that, like, it's a consequence of that for sure, because with supervision and without this whole romanticization of big companies, we definitely would not be at this point, point. And it's genuinely concerning. As a true crime lover, as a person who's obsessed with true crime, I can definitely say that it is absolutely concerning. And there's no way to sugarcoat it either. Like, it's just that bad. Um, what the young girls are doing are super bad. What the victims are going through are just so fucked up. I, I don't even, like, I can't even imagine. Um, and the way no one is saying a no to it like i love evan peters right but i i personally expected him to be like okay what about the families though like what are you going to do about it like is it his is his manager like an asshole or something always giving him the psychotic roles and like he can't get out of it because he has like a contract or something like but I feel like he's so powerful, so rich, so well-known, that he can be like, what the fuck are you doing, Netflix? Let's at least contact the families. Or maybe Netflix lied to him saying, oh, we already con- contacted them, we've gotten their consent. But like, I don't even fucking know. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe we really just shouldn't glamorize celebrities, because they're a part of this as much as we are. I know the whole, oh, they're the, they're the slave... Of the system as well. Like they also just do stuff that they don't want to stuff going on. But they have so much money compared to an average person that I definitely feel like there's also like a difference um, between the power I have on the system and the celebrity has on the system. So I feel like they should be held responsible as well. Though I've never been like so intoxicated by money that I was just okay with anything. I don't know anything about that mentality. I've never been there um so maybe the whole intoxication by money thing is real and Evan Peters is like, oh, more money is better just 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 give me the money like he doesn't even question anything he's doing he doesn't even um question the ethics of some of the um things he's doing and some of the th- things he is accepting um in his acting career um but yeah i mean i'm okay with all of his psychotic roles in like american horror story because obviously it is all fictional and if you have a sick mind if you like horror so much you watch it it makes you disturbed but it's okay it's fictional like it i i do think it also like really helped him grow as an actor some of the roles were like so challenging that it eventually made him a better actor um though i still think he should get some type of like support like mental support about it because it's it must be exhausting um however when it's when it's fucking jeffrey darmer when it's a real story with real victims um with real families involved i feel like a different approach should have been taken 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 um and i don't know like I love it so much. I feel like I've been a hypocrite for this entire episode. But I do stand by everything I've said. Though it's kind of like my opinions kind of like contradict with each other. Um, You can just take what you want to take. You can share your opinions with me. What you think about this whole fucking crazy thing. Um, This whole fucked up franchise. I don't know what you think. Um, I don't know what kind of psychological um aspects you see in loving true crime or like the way women love them women love true crime and serial killers even more like i don't know your opinions i'd love to hear them i feel like it's a very um controversial topic to talk about like there are a lot of sides but i do think we should definitely stand by the families of of the victims because I think I think that's the most important thing since they're still alive since they still have to relive the trauma I feel like we should be on their side no matter what if someone like guaranteed that no one else would be forced to relive trauma if I stopped consuming true crime content like real life true crime content I would have definitely agreed on quitting true crime content forever, like, and I feel like that's that's what everyone um, should prefer, um, that's what everyone should prioritize, because as a person who hasn't been through any of that, I cannot even fucking imagine how devastating that whole experience was, and the fact that they still have to be, like, related to it, the fact that they still have to talk about it, the fact that they still have to watch it, um is fucked up and they don't even get to like make any income out of it so yeah these were my thoughts but obviously watch horror movies watch fictional stuff it's fun I like horror um but these were my thoughts on real life um murders and serial killers so let me know what you think if you have any feedback i'm here to listen to them um in fact i'd love to talk about this with literally anyone i feel like it's so intriguing um so yeah hope you like this episode happy halloween month i hope you have the spookiest month ever good luck if you have any exams like i do um take care i love you bye